Welcome to the Tideline Talks podcast, where we discuss all things related to sports medicine, health and wellness. We dispel common myths and misconceptions regarding healthcare, and we do it in a way that's easy to understand. It's hosted by yours truly, Dr. Michael Scalfani, founder of Tideline Sports Performance and Rehabilitation. Welcome back, everybody, to another episode of the Tideline Talks podcast. This is your host, Dr. Michael, and today I'm joined by Derek Marino, who's the owner and founder of 941 Fitness. So thanks, Derek, for hopping aboard the podcast. Thank you. How you doing? Not too bad. Not too bad on a nice Tuesday afternoon, right after uh, right after a nice holiday weekend. So sure. tell us a little bit, Derek, um, a little bit about yourself. Tell us about your origin stories and where you grew up and everything. Okay, so I um, I grew up in Bradenton. So where'd you go to high school at? Okay, so I went to Palmetto High School. I played football all through high school. I graduated high school and went off to play Division Two football at St. Anselm College. Where's um, that at? Up in New Hampshire. From there, I played a season up there, decided I wanted to come back home. I came back home and enrolled at SCF Bradenton. Uh, from there, I decided that school wasn't my main topic, I wanted to experiment on something else, so I met with a fire recruiter. From there, I started fire school, and I knew that that was my passion right away. I wanted to do this hands-on, so I started EMT fire school. That took six months total. In that schooling, that's when Nine Front Fitness was founded uh, with my buddy, me and my buddy Ty, and from there, we just took off. That's great. Let's back up a little bit. What was it like going back from New Hampshire back to your to home to Florida. Tell us a little about that transition. What was yeah, that like? yeah, it was crazy. I went up with my twin brother. Actually, it was good at first, but then it got super cold. And Florida boy <laughs> like me, not used to the cold, so that was a big transition. Now, do you and your twin have twin telepathy? So when you came back and he was still up there, were you like, "Oh man, I'm just getting cold chills we, for no reason"? We came back at the same time. Oh, did you? Okay. So yeah, we went up together and came back together. So it was a joint decision then. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> I'm sure your mom would love that then. Yeah. She, she, so then she went from empty nest for, for a little bit, and then all of a sudden she got both her boys back. Yeah. Huh? Yeah. So she was happy, but at the same time, she was sad because she wanted to go. She wanted us to experience the uh, the college life. But yeah. Do you miss playing football at all? I know you, uh, you, you were playing D2 outside linebacker for a little bit, and obviously you get a chance to run around with clients as well in the, in the park, right? Do you miss playing yourself at all, or what's that been like? I don't. I wouldn't say I necessarily miss the game so much, as well as playing with the with my brothers. I miss the team aspect and playing on Friday nights with my boys after school and just going out there and just giving it all we got. So I miss the brotherhood, and that's why I got into firefighting because that's a brotherhood. If I'm not at my own house, I'm at the firehouse, which is my other house. So that's kind of what led me into a firefighter is. I miss that brotherhood aspect. I think that camaraderie is pretty strong too, especially when you when you get to honestly, I mean, yeah, you could say at the high school level it's it's pretty strong camaraderie, pretty strong brotherhood. And then once you get past a little bit more into into the collegiate setting and, you know, even I mean, we work a lot with, you know, uh, group fitness, gyms like F forty five, CrossFit, Orange Theory, and a lot of them talk a lot about the community and working out, kind of almost that like misery loves company band of brothers style as well. And I think I think that's really, really key as well to make sure that, um, you know, we all, we're all able to come together like that. So that's cool. Tell us a little about what fire school was like, because we, 
Uh, we haven't interviewed too many firefighters on here. So give us a little background into, you know, what what's the training like? How long was it? Give us a little background about that. So I started off with EMT. EMT was three months and fire school was four months. Um, and EMT school, it's a lot of book work, a lot of anatomy, because obviously when you go up on a patient, they're just saying this hurts. You got to know what what's inside and in their abdomen, what is going on in there? Why Why is it hurting them? So that was a lot of book work, a lot of tests, but it was fun. But then the fire part was more physical, hands-on, unrolling hoses, fighting fires, all the fun stuff. So yeah. that was that was kind of my end goal. But the EMT part, you still have to be EMT to treat patients when there's not a fire. Gotcha. And then uh, now that you're done with fire school, that's you started 941 after fire school or during fire school? Help us out with the timeline. During. Two okay. months into fire school, I, me and my buddy, we worked out together all through fire school. And then he, he mentioned an idea that we should start a business, like a fitness business. And from there, I came up with the logo and he came up with the name. And then that's how Nine From Fitness was founded. I created the logo. And then we ordered some shirts, kind of got videos together, and then it just blew up from there. I think a month or two went by and he went back to college to play college football in Wisconsin. And we kind of talked together. He kind of had to focus on himself up there. So we decided to make a joint decision that I take over the business. So that's how I became Nonform Fitness. And now I got my personal training license and firefighter EMT license. So everything's falling into place. Got a couple clients. So that's how. That's awesome. Tell us a little about, you said you designed the logo. So tell us a little about, you know, what the logo means to you. So very religious. That's how the cross got implemented into it. And I was just sitting there like, what could I implement religious wise into fitness wise? And then that's when I came up with the logo. I actually made it on Snapchat. So kind of kind of not professional, but at the same time, it got the job done. But from there, it's definitely grown from a Snapchat logo to a professionally designed logo. But that's how it kind of I mixed them both together. That's great. And then so with your personal training clients that you have right now, you're primarily outdoors, right? So tell us a little about what it's like working with with clients. Give us a kind of a rundown of what it's like for, for the average client or the typical client to work with you. So I have clients that come home from college, like my buddies and whatnot. We're still outside getting after it. It's more hit workouts than strength training because at the same time, they're performing as athletes, but still gaining that strength and and keeping that endurance. So I got ladders, hurdles, cones. I also keep a barbell on my truck with weights. So everything's in the back of my truck. That's pretty cool because now you're literally a mobile concierge personal trainer, right? So you don't have to work out at the park. You could literally go anywhere that you wanted to as long as you have enough space, right? Yep, and I offer that to my clients. So if they don't want to make the drive to the park, I'll pull up to their house if they got a big front yard or if they have a park in their neighborhood. I'll, tran I'll transfer all my stuff through my truck and then we'll we'll get it in right then and there. So that's anything awesome. that'll accommodate to them, that's what I'm trying to do. That way I can help them and help them grow. Sure. So who's your typical client? Like what's your what's your ideal avatar look like if you were to build a build your ideal person to work with? From the start or the end? From the start. Like who who do you want to reach out to you in terms of the ideal person who should reach out to you? Somebody that's fully invested in changing their mindset as long as as long with their body. Because I want them to I want them to give all the effort in as I'm giving. 
and they want to see their body change as, as much as I want to see their body change. Okay, so now you do a lot of that. It's, so it's more coaching in addition to training, right? Because I think there's a lot of people that believe that, you know, personal training, it's literally just, you know, out there with a notebook and you're just kind of writing down exercises, checking the box, right? Recording what weight you use. But I think, you know, when you go outside of some of the other spaces and you get into the more boutique style of personal training, I think it becomes more coaching, right? Now we're talking about lifestyle habits we're talking about mindset things like that so that sounds a little bit more like what what you embody then right yeah i talk to all my clients about what they should be eating how they should be doing it and all of my workouts are specific to them so none of my workouts are the same for an older client or a younger client male female everything's designed specifically for you if you want to go 30 minutes if you want to go 20 minutes with no breaks if you want to go the full hour but kind of at a slower pace it's all designed specifically for you to reach your goals. Tell us a little about the fitness videos because I think that's really kind of what allowed your social media and allowed your your brand really to grow were some of the the videos that you guys were posting. Tell us a little bit about that and, and your approach to to using social media to start to really, you know, uh, accelerate the the word of mouth and the brand that you created. Yeah, social media has been a big help and a big thing nowadays with the younger generation and my generation as well. But the main thing is just getting it out there and throwing it there, throwing it in their, in their face. That way they see your brand and they see what you're about and then posting the videos. That way, if they if they see somebody else their age doing it, they're going to want to do it, too. If they're not satisfied with what, when they're at, they'll come and help you and, and grow your way. That's very cool. That's so. very cool. So, because, um, yeah, because that's really, honestly, that's the hardest part about starting your own business, right? Is yeah. How do you get your name out, right? You know, it's one thing to just kind of have an idea, but then it's another thing to really actually scale and grow and things like that. And I think, I mean, I know for our business, we use social media a lot as well to help us grow and, you know, things like this podcast. But yeah, I mean, it's it's like sometimes I think back to what if we started our businesses, you know, 40 years ago and social media is not around. What do you do? Take a, a page out of the, the phone book or the yellow book, right? Back when they still were delivering those door to door and everything like that. So tell us a little bit about, about what kind of stuff have in the works now in terms of where you'd like to go and kind of some projects and where's 941 Fitness going? So I, I actually just opened up my shop, 941fitness.net, if you want to go check it out. You can get all the gear there to come and work out, to just wear in public. I got a, I got women's apparel, kids' apparel. I came out with some slides to wear. So there's a whole variety. I think it's like 111 items. So nonfromfitness.net, they can get all their gear. And you could also book through there as well. As far as where I want to be, I plan on opening a gym. So nine from fitness will transform from my truck into a gym. It'll be a warehouse-style gym, kind of mixed between... Um, Olympic lifting and CrossFit so that everybody can come in there and do their own thing and, and just be a community. That's why I came up with the Nightform Fitness community. Everybody loves it, rep it, and work out in it. That's great. That's great. So you you probably need a pretty pretty nice sizable warehouse then too, right? As well as personal trainers that want to come and train their clients there, they're welcome too. Okay, so it'd be literally like an open open market style yeah. space. And then so that when you didn't have classes, you didn't have anything going on, you could utilize that space for that. That's pretty cool. So then it becomes a way for not just your training clients, but then also for other people to bring in their whole community there. Yeah, that's the biggest thing is I want everybody in the 941 to just come together as a community 
be friendly, but also change their life and reach their goals. So if that's with somebody else in the Nine Form Fitness Gym, or if that's just working out by yourself in the Nine Form Fitness Gym, as long as everybody's in the Nine Form One working together, that's all I want to see. What uh, What is your personal workout style like for you now? Tell us what you do when you're not training clients and and you want to go to the gym or you want to work out for yourself. What is What does that look like? I still train like an athlete. I do all athletic movements. I still work the ladder, work the hurdles. In the weight room, I'm more like 12 to 15 rep range, but still kind of heavy weight, but also more balance work, core work. When I'm squatting, I don't wear a belt. I want to activate that core. So I train like an athlete, even though I'm not playing a sport, I still want to be that athletic build and still be able to, hey, like if my friend says, hey, let's go play something, I still can. I don't want to just be a muscle head, yeah. if you put it like that. I don't want to just be in the gym. I can lift heavy weights. I want to have that athletic build that I can still be flexible, movable, but still strong. And Tell us a little about, before we hopped on the mic, you were telling me a little bit about some of the changes you made from going from uh, football up in the Northeast back to Florida, and then some of the physique and, and build change that you made yourself. Tell us a little bit about that. So... Playing college football, I came home at 220 pounds, and I wasn't fat, but I also wasn't nine from fit. <laughs> so I was um, a football player. I had a football build. I was able to fill the hole. I was just a big body. So when I started nine from fitness, I looked at myself, and I was like, am I really in the best shape that I could be to train somebody? So once I started look, diving into the client base and what people are going to be looking for, I transformed my body. So I dropped all the way down to 149 from 220 pounds. Super shredded, super lean, veiny, but I wasn't healthy. I wasn't, I really wasn't eating. I was still working out a lot, but I could tell like 30 minutes into my workout, 40 minutes into my workout, I was done. I wasn't super strong. I was just really, really lean and I looked good, but I wasn't healthy. So then I decided to make a change. I took in more protein, ate a little bit more. Instead of using egg, egg whites, I used whole eggs to get that fat in there. So now I'm back up to 175, 177 range, and I feel healthy. Still got the physique that I'm looking for, the abs. Could I be a little little leaner? Yes, but at the same time, I, I like where I'm at because I feel better. I wake up in the morning, and I'm still where I want to be. I think that's a really important message because I think that when you got all the way down to 149, while you may have looked a little bit better, so to speak, in terms of the societal norm and you know whatever whatever bodybuilding image or physique image that people have in mind, but you didn't feel good. It didn't match, your outside didn't match the inside, right? And then you weren't afraid to then gain a little bit of weight to lose some of the quote unquote aesthetic appeal to it, to your body. But I think that you felt healthier. And I think that that I would assume that you would agree that that's much more uh, a better state to be in, right? Versus feeling, you know, feeling like crap, even though you're you're at a certain percentage body weight, right? I mean, that's why a lot of people who do bodybuilding, they can't sustain that like sub 5% body fat for too long, yeah. right? Because then all of a sudden they just, they absolutely, they collapse inward, right? And I think that's, that may have been a little bit of what happened to you. And I think in today's world, I think people who are a little bit overweight, really want to get, you know, as shredded as possible or as thin as possible. But I think you were able to find 
the nice middle ground that works for you and your body and your physique and your overall health. So I think that's a really, really important part to your journey too, to make sure that everybody, everybody uh, that's listening is able to realize as well that it's not as much about aesthetics as it is a lot about how you feel and just feeling healthy. Yeah, everybody's different. Like I said, all my clients have different workouts for their for themselves. But when I was waking up in the morning, I was super lean, but I just didn't feel good. Now I wake up in the morning and I'm ready to go. I feel good. At the same time, I still look good. So it's not from everybody else's eye, oh, he's super lean, he's got abs, blah, blah. But does he actually feel good? He looks good in a picture, but does he feel good? When I was 149, I looked super good, but I felt really unhealthy. Now in a picture, I would say that I still look good, but I also at the same time feel much better. So that's where. That's great. Well, thanks, Derek. Is there anything else that you wanted to, to plug at all or chat about on the, on the podcast at all? Uh, not right now. Just thank you for having me. It was a great experience. And of course. I'm happy to be here. Great. And then we'll put in the show notes a little bit more about where people can find you. But uh, how can people get in touch with you? I know you mentioned 941fitness.net for some of the online uh, apparel and gear as well as to get in touch with you with personal training. Um, do you want to plug your socials at all? Where can people find you on social media? On Instagram, it's 941fitness underscore. It'll pop up Derek Marino Fitness. It should be the first one, I think. So just type in 941fitness and it should pop up. Um, so yeah, so Instagram's is fitness underscore, and then notformfitness.net's where you can purchase your apparel. Perfect. We'll put those in the show notes. So thanks, Derek, for hopping on the mic with us. Thanks so much. Hey, real quick, before you go, I just want to say thanks for listening. If you enjoyed this episode and you'd like to help support the podcast, please share with others by taking a screenshot of this episode and posting it to your story on Instagram and tagging at Tideline Sports Performance so we can repost it. And to stay up on all the latest from us, make sure you follow at Tideline Sports Performance on Instagram and Facebook. And of course, make sure you like and subscribe to this podcast. All right, guys, catch you next episode.